Chris, hello. Checking your Tinder. <laughs> We're on a I podcast. I this wish. is very it's serious. Grind, it's grind, grinder, he's checking. <laughs> Make any matches? Nope, nope. Drew a blank again. Wow, it's going to be another lonely night for you, huh? Yeah. I guess you're yeah. going to be watching some darts, and it's uh, about all you get for your life tonight, huh? Yeah, pretty much, mate. Yeah, your couch never says no. Don't worry. The darts <laughs> even got uh, the darts even made the ESPN dot com website this morning is is a news item so yeah it's a cool cool story um, yep 16 yeah. year old in the world championship yeah yeah here it is yeah he's, uh, there's gonna be a lot of people checking his uh although i mean you know why why lie about it? it's not like he couldn't get into the tournament unless he was under 18 yeah uh, yeah so but yeah interesting yeah, and that's on DAZN. So I'm, I, I, uh, I'm actually a dart player now. All I do is play darts. And somebody said I need to watch it today. So it's at one thirty my time, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, no, it's gonna, it'll be a crazy atmosphere, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, because it's really gotten a lot of ink and a lot of play. Um, and you know, it's it, it, listen it, to try to to try to weave it back into the pool scene. I mean, this is a matchroom PDC event, right? Um, and so, you know, you see, you see where darts has gone, where darts has gotten. And, and it's, it's, it's hard to make the same type of analogies in pool because darts in the UK is just different, but, um, it's kind of like snooker, but, uh, but you know, it's, it, it shows what you can do when you stick with something and keep building up and keep building up. And eventually you get, you get the buy-in, you know, I think, I'm sure they had some lean years with the darts at the beginning. Oh yeah. And, um, and now it's you know it's panning out. I mean they're they're not all millionaires, zillionaires. It's still not snooker money, but it's um, you know, listen. You well, if you some... look at if you look at the if you look at the the money list this year in the PDC, I think there's like eight players or, or seven players that are over the million so yeah. far, and that's without the, and that's without the and that's just prize money, and the sponsorship contracts that they have are massive as well. So yeah, there are millionaires here. Um, yeah, that's great. And uh, I mean, the winner tonight's going to go home a half a million. The loser, I think, goes home with two hundred thousand, if I'm not mistaken. I think so, but they said earlier on Talksport it was only a hundred, but I, I'm sure they're wrong. No, they, 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 no, no, they had a hundred thousand uh, in the semi-final. Right, it was already a hundred thousand. Yeah. So um, it's not bad for a sixteen-year-old. It's a bit of a. It's a good. It's good to see some new guys coming through, and it's a bit of a. The the the, the only thing I can really liken it to in pool is uh, woo. Yeah. when he came through as a teenager and won the world championships. Sure. This is, you know, this is given this is given a huge shot in the arm to uh, pro darts. You know, from a visibility standpoint, for sure. I mean, this storyline is, you know, like I said, it's it's making you know sports sections in the U.S. where you know they don't know a dart from a straw. So it's. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is what Marshall. This is what Marshall do very very well. They get stuff out there. They're very good at the at the the whole. I use the word promoting. Obviously, they're very good at promoting, but they're yeah. they're on it straight away. You know, in Barry Barry Heron, we, we've heard it before. You know, if there's if something happens and there's not a, a media frenzy within ten minutes, and he's phoning people up and asking why. Yeah, you know, yeah. he wants everything out there. He wants stuff to go viral. He wants yeah. all the platforms to be used in order to to to, to push the, the the product. You know, and um, a little bit a little bit of the same is going on at the moment. 
Yeah. <laughs> are we are we getting are we going right into the contracts, Jim? <laughs> are we going right into the contracts? Because I'm curious. <laughs> you're allowed, see, you're, now you're allowed to be curious. Being curious is okay. Curious. <laughs> Don't start demanding stuff on Facebook that you have the right to, to know what's in these contracts. You have the right, you have the right to be sent a photocopy of somebody's contract, all that kind of rubbish that's going on on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, to, to your point. You know, I, it's it's my understanding as well, and you can probably confirm this, Jim, uh, but uh, that that part of the contract does talk about players required to dis to disseminate um, posts and threads and, and you know promotions for for events and and stories they do on social media, which you know that makes all the sense in the world to me. I mean, it's not it's not it's not a big ask. No, someone, it's, you know, but, but it's the same, same with anything. It's not a big deal just to go on there and press share. You know, right. you go on there and make your social media. All these top top guys have got five thousand followers on there. At least, if, if I think you can even have more if you're just followed. But five thousand friends, right. they then repost it, and it just it spreads so so quickly. You know, so yeah, the the, the players it will be it'll be part of their responsibility is to promote the game as well as yeah. Promotions. I mean, it's it's it's, know, to the, it's it's in their it's, it's in their best interest. Absolutely, uh, and it's one. Yeah. It's one thing that they that they perhaps have failed in in the past, is actually promoting themselves to a high enough level. But now, they well, have yeah. If, if you if you look at where the if you look at where the players are in social media engagement today, as opposed to three years ago, it's it's, it's night insane. and day, night yeah. and day. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, that's. that's yeah, and it's. Uh, but, you, but you've also seen it, not just with players. You've seen that the. the, the a lot of the, the, the two main probably now Q manufacturers, but Predator and uh, Qtech, they're a lot more uh, uh, involved on social media as well now as well uh, yeah. than they used to be. So they're all learning from it and they're all, they're all, they're all realising that that's, that's the way to go, you know. And I think you'll see more and more of the companies get into this yeah, as, you know, we've seen the movement in players uh, from, you know, Q sponsors and company sponsors and things like that. There's a lot more companies that all of a sudden are jumping back in that, that have been really quiet for years, especially here mm -hmm. in the States. Um, and so they're going to have to play that game as well. So it's just, you know, it's just, it's just more tentacles out into cyberspace that, that, that can help build, you know, the storyline. Yep. And these Q brands, these Q brands, and these 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 main sponsors that we have within pool, they're going to have to start doing more because, you know, these guys are going to get promoted a lot, promoted a lot more. They're going to be sports stars. You know, they're going to have a lot more TV exposure, a lot more media exposure. So those six or whatever little pieces of real estate that they have on the shirts are going to start costing people a lot more than what they used to cost. Yeah, you know, it's just the way it's going to be. Yeah. Chris, what do you hear? Uh, not a lot. Have any inside gossiping? Oh, come on, Chris! Did you get Did you get an, an invite? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and there's nothing. There's nothing in the contracts that you wouldn't expect to be there. There's nothing controversial. Yeah. There's nothing. I saw Jim causing mayhem on Facebook last night, and it was all over. So many people commenting and getting upset over something that a doesn't really have something to do with them but they can be curious but b there's nothing to know there's literally nothing to know no there isn't there is there is you know what Matrum, let's, let's they, they, people, people when they when they when people don't find out they start to i'm glad chris is here and he, but 
they, they start sort of almost making stuff up because there has to be there has to be something sinister behind it. There has <laughs> yeah. to be a dark side. It can't just be a simple we want you with us. Do you want also to be with yeah, us? Well, I mean, let's this is let's, this is what we're gonna do for you, and this is what we expect yeah. you to do for us. There has to be yeah. something sinister in there, there has to be something <laughs> yeah weird, you know. It's there's it's like a middle school love contract. Is, you like I'll me? Tell you what, I like you. If you see, if you see, if you see one of these contracts, you'll go. Oh, all right then. But yeah, there's nothing <laughs> there that you, you would care about if you weren't actually involved. But yeah, over yeah. the last couple of weeks, I've seen some belters on. Yeah, no, it's been some. It's been some. I played late for getting me on Facebook in the first place because you see some <laughs> utter shit on there. But the first one I saw was anything four, for you, buddy boy. Thank you. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> the players that signed, we were all going to get a sign-in bonus. And I think the number that was put around was 10K, which I thought, I fucking hope that's true because I could do it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. There's no it, chance. I mean, I can tell you, it, it's, gonna be, it, it's, it, it's building up to be something quite su uh, similar to the, 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 the snooker tour. 128 yeah. professionals. Wait a second. Wait a second. So... Uh, but wait a minute. On We're this, not going to get a $750 million signing bonus like John Rom got? <laughs> <laughs> not yet. There's, there's Where's there's the Saudi money? There's perhaps an unborn child uh, somewhere who may get that kind of money when he becomes a professional at the age of 20 years old or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I just don't get it. I feel like we need, some, we need some Saudi money in our lives. <laughs> on the snooker tour, there's 128 players that are, that are, are, are professionals, and then and they all get twenty thousand. I think the number's twenty thousand again at the start of the season. So that's two and a half. One hundred and twenty-eight get twenty thousand. Yes, one hundred twenty-eight get twenty thousand. But it's it, really? it's it's essentially most of that. It sounds like a lot, but really it's coming from the tour prize fund because yeah. if you as you win prize money, that twenty grand is deducted. You get deducted. Okay, you so get you there's just a little bit. There's a little bit taken off everywhere to make sure they're there's... basically giving you it, giving it to you up front so you can make your yeah. expenses well, no, basically, and go they're, to they're events and whatever, and then you pay them back because you. You got what's, the, what's the interest rate? They're taking it. Let, let's say, let's say the same player wins every single tournament. They're taking a little bit off him and spreading it around the entire tour. Yeah. You know, so you could win nothing all season, but still be in the top 128, and you're still going to get 20, 20 grand to yeah. start your next season. So, but that's two and a half million. Matchroom are not going to throw two and a half million at the players at this moment in the pool world. That's not going to happen. So the idea that the players are going to get are being paid already in order to have this contract, it's too early. That might be something in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you got to wait till someone um, comes in with some money first. Yeah, but you'll, you'll have the 128. They'll start a Q2 at some stage. Um, I mean, I'm not entirely sure how the rankings is going to work. I'm not sure if there's something in there that, 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 that Chris would disclose. But the way I see it working is if you're in the 128, you're in the 128 for the entire season. Right. And then there's a one-year ranking, and then it's upgraded at the end of the season, and then there's a new 128. Yeah. So it means that players then at the start of the season can have a look at the schedule and plan their entire season without the worry of all of a sudden going from 125 to 129, and then the next tournament they're not getting in. Yeah, right. You know, so you're guaranteed. But right. you're also then guaranteed if you're in the top 16, you're guaranteed every event. I guarantee Jason Shaw got a signing bonus. Yeah, he'll have got something. Guarantee Jason Shaw got a signing bonus. Yeah, he got that. He got that two uh, seven hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah, but, he but, but, but he's but he's 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 pretty cheap. It was probably just I don't know a packet of crisps and a half. Or or a Rolex. Yeah, he probably, yeah. Got, probably got a Rolex. Oh, we you know we talk about the <laughs> what's this undebatables? Undebatables. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, so, I mean, Nate, uh, can you please take take Jason and Carol off your list of people who get pinged when we go on? Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I probably should. <laughs> Wait, Jason and who? Boys. Maybe we should, maybe we should get Jason. Basically, ask Jason if he wants to come on and just tell us exactly. <laughs> He's sitting in yeah, his Jason. ice bath after he just got out of his sauna. I don't want to see maybe, this. To tell you the truth. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe he's like on Audible. There's like a Carl and Jason like did the narrative for it, and they just read it out in like a really like Morgan Freeman type of voice. Yeah, yeah. It'd be kind of fun. I mean, one thing. One, I mean, Chris, you can answer or, or, or not answer. Is there any, is there anything in the contract that says the players are not allowed to discuss the contract? I don't think would, it says anything in there about that. But if you are signing a contract, you shouldn't really be talking about it. There you go. Exactly. In, so it's, in, it's basically integrity. integrity. You know, you've been given a contract. Yeah, it's the integrity. I don't discuss my work contract with other people, although I probably am allowed to, but I just don't yeah. do it because it's just Definitely. not, it's, it's, you know. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So I mean, but I, I, I don't think there's anything in there. It'll, it'll, just be, it'll just be basically this is what the plan is for the next year. This is where you sit in the rankings. This is what you can expect. Bloody, bloody, bloody. I have had a lot of people reach out to me and they'd be like, "So what is what is Jacoby doing for your podcast?" I'd be like, "Yeah, get a podcast yeah, that's yeah. halfway what successful. You? you can find <laughs> out because you can go through those negotiations. Like, don't ask me what I'm <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to tell you what I get from a company because one, it's not fair to the company who's you know in this negotiation with me, and two, it's none of your damn business. <laughs> exactly. You know, and 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 at the end of the day. The, there's people on Facebook saying yes, but the but the players who are who the, the, the players who, who might get a contract, they would want to know what's in it. Well, at the end of the day, if you're let's say you're one hundred or two. <laughs> without, but no, let's say you're one fifty. So you're you're you might not get I mean, I'm I can't I would say there's out of the out of the top one hundred and twenty eight, there's gonna be some who don't accept. So it'll probably go to one thirty five, one forty, maybe, maybe even above to get the one twenty eight. But let's say you're at one seventy. And you're thinking next year I want to make a push and I want to get myself into the top 128. If you're number 170 on there, you've not just gone to one or two tournaments. You know all these players. You've probably got half of them on your WhatsApp. It's very easy just to all call up and say, listen, give me a quick rundown on that contract. Is it something I'd be interested in or not? Or do I make other arrangements? So the guys who are in the running for it, they already know. You think these players don't already know exactly what's in the contract? If you're in that Circuit, it's very easy to find out what's it. Well, if you've ever played in a matchroom major and you signed one of the player contracts for just one of those single events, just go back and read it because that's yeah. pretty much not a lot different. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think there's no conspiracy in it. There's no, there's no if, you, if you if you sign with us, you can't play this. You can't play this. People saying it's going to be a, like a WPA thing where matchroom are going to demand well, that you don't play I mean, another thing. They don't have what, what, one thing. I don't think they would ever put that in because it might scare some players right. away. But they don't it's have to. They don't need to because yeah. the WPA are going to do their dirty work right. for them. Right. Yeah. I mean, the Mantra contract can say, listen, if you want to play in the Qatar Open, you can play in the Qatar Open. Exactly. Because WPA is going to be the one to tell them, no, you can't. Exactly. So, don't play so, in the Qatar Open. Oh, well, that's a shame. <laughs> they come and play at our event then. I mean, they don't yeah. need to restrict them because the WPA, if they go through with it on the 1st of March, you know, everybody who's all these 128 players, and I think there'll be 128, it'll be announced over the whole month of January, four a day or whatever. They'll get to the 128. All those 128, so as soon as they play their first matchroom tournament after the 1st of March, all they've got left is matchroom and non-sanctioned WPA events, which they which they will be free to play, I guess, as long as as long as it's not conflicting with a matchroom right. event that they've already promised to play. I mean, 
Yep. And why would it? So, I mean, I've, yeah, I guess the, uh, I, the, the amount of tournaments, the amount of majors, the money up for grabs, that'll all be in it as well. And yeah. 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 Well, so why don't we get jumped? Well, is there anything else you want to talk about, Mike? Well, I was just curious about, uh, <laughs> I'm going to use that word a lot. Uh, the, the, the players who are not in the 128, um, did, did I hear something about, uh, um, you can only play an X number of match room open events two or something like that what's i i I couldn't figure out what that part was about yeah but that's that i think i think that 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 was that was sort of leaked out it seemed to have been a leak i think taro hilton is 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 talking about this as the leak the the contract that wasn't really a contract that was more of a how it's going to pan out over over this year and yes like if you're not one of the 128 then you get the chance to play in two events um, okay. You have a really hard time then breaking the 128 for the next two next year. Yeah, but that's not. But, two but, events, but, right? but that's not how it's going to work. Okay, that's not how it's going to work because it'll be two majors. So there's lots of other matchroom events. If you want to play in Derby City Classic, a lot of right? a lot of lot of other WMT events. Doesn't count because it's right, not a matchroom right, right, major. Right, it's not right, one. Of, right. So I think it's you're talking about one of the matchroom majors. It's still, it's still going to be pretty tough to but break that's through. Still, yeah, that's still where most of your points are going to come from. Again, it. It, it may have an influence on the the ranking for next year, but yeah. not as much as what it what the plan I think will be, which will be a Q school right. as of two thousand twenty five, and then it's not going to be about you getting ranking points to break into the. It's going to be about you qualifying, right? Yeah. To yeah. be in I the mean, ideally, yeah, that's what you're playing about. against other players from outside the one twenty eight. Yeah, you know, right. and then it changes. But the open events will the open yeah. events will still get you ranking points, but you'll only be able to play. I mean, how many open events will there be? Five. I mean, there's five open events, five. And, you can play, and you can play in two of them. Or five majors, four, yeah, four opens, four, four opens in the world. Well, that's yeah, the, the, US US open, the world the world is only the top. No, the world is only the top 100. So then there's four there's four majors that you can that you can sign up five. to do with somebody that's outside. No, because the world you can't sign up to. It's the top the yeah, the, so the, the world is the sixth. Sorry, the world okay, is the sixth. So you can play in two, but I'm quite sure, I'm quite sure if, if if they need players. Well, I mean, I, they may the run UK out of players open, uh, to fill up 256 open, fields. The, US open, the Vietnam Open or whatever they're going to call it going Hanoi. forward, the Hanoi Open. Yeah. And then I, from my understanding, there's there's going to be two more open events added to the calendar this year, from okay. what I, from my understanding. I believe, there's, I believe there's going to be 12 majors. Yeah. 12 majors. Well, that's yeah. counting the World Cup of Pool, the Masters, the Moscone yeah, Cup. They're uh, invitationals. You can't call them majors. Yeah, they're not majors. Yeah. Yeah, they're invitationals, but I'd be surprised if 12 is oh, a, oh. a lot. But the, ma- the, ma- the Masters may be part of the majors, uh, but... Uh, Maybe, yeah. Well, the 12, 256 player fields? Hmm? 12, 256 player fields, that's why I don't... That's why no, I don't. 12, 256 players. That, that's not what I mean by the majors. Okay. Majors are not opens. Opens is opens. Yeah, I think I, I, I'm with Matt. I think it's... I think it's. I think the World Cup of Pool is... Six majors, six invitationals. Okay, okay. Yeah. The World Cup of Pool, the World Masters, the Premier League Pool, I think those are all yeah. counting towards that. I'm, I'm with Matt there. Um, so I guess, I guess the, so. the, 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 the guys who are signing the contracts, they already know whether they're in the Premier League Pool because the ranking will dictate that. They'll already know yeah. whether they're in the Masters because the ranking will dictate that. Uh, some, somebody like Jason, he's high enough ranked, he'll, get, he'll be in everything now. 
Uh, regardless of how he performs for the first six months of the year, he can't. I, I would imagine he can't lose his ranking. Stays for the entire year. No. Uh, <laughs> Not a conspiracy. Just, just curious. So, if this year, if 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 a player can only play in two of these open majors, right? Mm -hmm. What happens if there's a, a Mohammed Sufi this year in the first event of the year? He can only play in one more. Um. It's Matchroom's yeah. it's match, it's ball. They can do whatever they want. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean that asterisk that says subject to change is going to get a heavy workout this year, I think. Yeah, but yeah, um, it, it could well be. It could well be. Yeah, I, just, I was just curious because I, I, was, I was thinking, you know, about a guy like Sufi who comes out of no place and all of a sudden makes the final of the world championship. Mm -hmm. Is he still going to be under restriction? Because he wouldn't have been in the top 128. Would he still uh, be under restriction then of only being able to play one more event? Uh, so... Mm -hmm. He'd definitely be on the tour next year in that case, though. So there's like yeah, right, right, plenty of heavy hitters that can still play in only two yeah, big yeah. events and still yeah. finish way yeah. high up on the yeah. on the list. Yeah. But yes, well, if you if, if if somebody from let's say number one twenty nine or whoever the next in line would have been, um, then yeah, yeah. That, that person could be a could be a very 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 good player, but was restricted to the amount of events. They I would I would suspect that at some point in time they're going to lift the restraint from one because these are two fifty six fields ultimately, right? So I I'm assuming that ultimately they're going to lift that restriction from let's say one twenty nine to one seventy six, or just pick a number in there where these players can maybe play three or four times, something like that. Maybe they can't play all of them. But, there, there is there is a risk with it with, with everybody only being allowed to play two that um that, that well, all probably, of a sudden and they, it probably they should be that way they, they run out of players for their final open event yeah right so so that, that's why i wondered if you can you know if, if then a lot of it would be based on qualifiers and even if you've played in two where you just signed up for two you could play in the other ones if you qualify them for them through some other I would imagine, I would, I would imagine like the, two, the, 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 the two chances you have is in the main event. Where did this come from, by the way? Where, where did this two-event restriction come from? I've never seen or heard of that. There was, well, a, there was, was, a, there was a document that, was, that, that apparently yeah. was leaked. We're not sure if it was leaked or if it was supposed to come out. Um, and in there, there was a clause saying that players outside the 128 would only be allowed to play in two uh, events. I can't, see the, I, I, I can't see the benefit in doing that. I'd be surprised yeah. if that well, I. It was curious. Correct me if I'm wrong, but but my idea, the benefit of that is to, and I'm not trying to like throw people under the bus here, but let's you remember Joe McGee from a couple of years ago that played, uh, I think Judd Trump opening round. Yeah. He had no business being there. He was doing it because he enjoyed the game and he wanted to get in the ring and play some great players. There's nothing wrong with that. But I have to assume that this is going to stop players from going around and doing that at every single event. So at that field event, is going to have more players that should be there as opposed to can afford a $750 entry fee and want to get there. Like I'm, I have to assume that that's, that's what this is about. It's trying to keep the players there that should be there and not missing out on spots because well, they didn't sign, they didn't get into the portal at exactly you the know, right second. It won't work like therefore that, they can't, huh? It won't work like that though. Cause you're, you'll have your 128. So you've got 128 players that need to fill. So you're saying what they're saying is, 129 to 256 on the ranking can only play twice each. So that means you're going to have guys that are in the, that are not even on the ranking that are going to get spots because Correct. number 129 has already played two, and number 150 has already played two. And number yeah, so many players I, have already I guess, played. 
Okay, so let's make the magical assumption that 128 of the the top 128 play every single event, no matter what. So we're working with 128 for six events, or let's say five events, because the world world pool championships is invite only, and it's only 128. Um, theoretically, you could have 40 players who have unlimited resources, and they want to go to the Hanoi Open, the European Open, the UK Open, yeah. the the US Open, and then whatever the the this magical fifth new one is going to be. Who's stopping 40 players from taking away 40% 40 players that played, you know, 500 Fargo can't, can't win a match. Probably can't win more than two games in any game. Yeah, I match. think that all this, I mean, cause this, this isn't really even been distributed, you know? Yeah. And so I think, I think this is all something that will take care of itself. I mean, we're just speculating. I think, listen, they're not going to, they're not going to come have, up with, well, they're not going to come I up just with have to assume they're going to shoot themselves in the foot. That doesn't matter. Well, I just what, have to assume. What, what, I, what I would like to know is how are they going to organize the qualification for the, the yeah, 128 players. I'm sure they're working on that too. That seems, to be, that, that seems like a lot of work. That's going to be a lot of tournaments that are going to have to go on around yeah. Europe, Asia, uh, America in order to, to make the 128 players yeah. getting qualified. Is well, there going to be an entry fee to these qualifying events yeah. that then goes into we the also yeah. We talked before about um, you know the WPA ban uh, relative to its members and one of the things that I know you guys talked about uh, Jim and 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 I've talked about with people is that to me a, a lot of that's about the 129 to 256 player more than it is the 128 because if you know if Germany um, the German Federation is sticking to its guns on the WPA ban these players are playing club events around there are they are they going to sign up for the European Open because they'll end up getting banned from their national events. So to me, it seems like it's going to make it harder to fill that second 128 mm -hmm. in a lot of these countries. If they've got so. heavy, if they've got heavy hitter, I mean, if you went into Poland with an event or Germany with an event, you'd have a lot of those players that would fill those 129 to 256 spots that, you know, are going to think twice about doing it. Does that, does that make sense or no? Yeah. But also, sure. uh, it's also, it's also, it's also the, the extra, the extra burden of actually having to play another tournament before going to the main tournament. You know, a lot of players, the, 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 myself included, go and play the UK Open. It was great. Just register, go and play. Right. If, they'd said, if they'd said to me, well, you have to go a month before, you have to go to Austria and play a four-day tournament there in order to qualify for that. I'd be like, ah, well, I, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not no, but that. I mean, if you look at one like the European Open, they're going to want to increase the price fund as much as possible. They'll mm -hmm. probably have what one spot for every, just say, twelve entries or twenty entries into a qualifier, and they'll have qualifiers in different countries around Europe. I'd imagine. That's yeah, just I mean, who knows? I mean, that, price well, through the roof, isn't it? It's think? a whole nother. It's a whole nother level of of uh, you know things to oversee and and you know. This is stuff that's all going to come out in the wash. Uh, yeah, soon. right. Yes, we just have to so, have patience and wait. So for then let's soon. then let's jump to Jason's question about what do you think is going to happen now for the World Ten Ball? And I'm curious. Uh, I'm really it's curious these days. I don't know why, but I really am. Um, I, I'm not sure what he means by that. When is the World Ten Ball for this year? It's the well, end of March before the ban. I mean, the end of February before the ban even goes into effect. So, so it's happening just before <laughs> then anyone can play in it. But why? I mean, why is Jason Shaw posting that? He would know better than anybody. 
maybe he's just throwing the pot. Well, he <laughs> is. That's why I was like, okay, get out of the get out of the cold pool and tell us what the hell you meant by that. I would imagine that you could. The band, I mean, well, the when, band goes the ban goes into effect on March 1st, and I believe that event starts – yeah, Matt, I'm pretty sure that event does not finish on the 1st. I'm pretty sure it's down well, to the semifinals. Matter. It doesn't matter. The, the ban doesn't go into effect until you play in a non-sanctioned event. So was, it, they can play on well, March you, 2nd. So, okay, so you're, you're, you're still in the World 10 ball. So you're, yeah, so you're telling me right. if you make the semifinals uh, and that goes to – March second, that that's not playing in a non-sanctioned event. Oh, so the, the event no, is it's a sanctioned. The, the World Ten Ball is a sanctioned event. You haven't you haven't broke any rules yet until exactly. you go play. You, in you, a you only break the rules once you play the matchroom event. Yeah, right, right. So so you okay, can. It I mean, doesn't, if that, it doesn't if the event ran through March seventh, it wouldn't make exactly. any difference. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So can, but, the, the, yeah, until you've actually played a World Nine Ball Tour matchroom event. Right. After, so I would think Jason. Across, then there's not. You can play anything you want until then. Um, I I would I wouldn't see Jason why anybody who signed a matchroom contract couldn't play with couldn't play in the World Ten Ball or wouldn't if if they're in the U.S. Why wouldn't you go ahead and play? You got the 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 Las Vegas Open right ahead of it and the World Ten Ball. I mean, of course, why would why wouldn't you play? I th I think I know why Jay's asking. I mean, why the WPA are I would say likely to change their mind and ban anybody who has signed a matchroom contract. Why wouldn't they? What's the benefit? And then having a well ten ball champion. I tell you what, because if you're if your sponsor's predator and they put all this money into it, and you're going to tell them after the first of the year that all of a sudden we're going to take all these players out of your world ten ball championship in February when we set when we set a March deadline, yeah. I don't think that would float too well. <laughs> well, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think. Let's just say that the 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 March the first, the date, the March the first. I think the world ten ball was a. Pretty big deciding factor on it not being right. Earlier, so I don't think I don't think there's any problem with any player playing in the World Ten Ball from the from the WPA side or the Predator side or the Matchroom side. I wouldn't be surprised if they. I don't know why they would want a Matchroom contracted player winning the ten winning the Ten Ball, sailing off into the sunset with their well title and not coming back to defend it. I do, I just don't think. I, I don't think they they go for that. Well, I, I think there's a reason they went to March first. Did they? I don't. I didn't expect that everyone would be signing contracts ready for the first of January. I didn't know that was going to happen. I don't you know. know that's when that's when players have to sign contracts with a lot of players in a lot of those countries have to sign contracts with their federations, right? I don't know. No, I've got, that's what I mean. I didn't know we'd be it would be happening for the first of Jan. Or... Yeah, I, yeah, I, I'd be. You know. I, this, these contracts have been announced for over a week or two. Um, you know, the, the, um, you know, whether or not the, I would think the WPA would have come out and said something by now, if it's, you know, it, it, that would re be really putting a gun to your own head. Well, <laughs> I don't, I don't see why, I don't see why they would do that. Yeah, to answer it. Bob's, to answer Bob's question, uh, Conrad Eustician is announced and he's a predator player at least. So, I mean, I guess I go through, um, and find a couple more, but yeah. Oh, no, at least... Well, Dave, David Alcady. Uh, yeah, David. Yeah, David yeah. and uh, yeah, David no, and Conrad. Good. They're both. <laughs> oh, and, and Victor, Victor as well. So that's at least three. Yeah. But I found it really they interesting. They did find... remove the Predator logo from their photos. <laughs> yeah, but that you know that listen, they, they've been doing that for a while now, and and well, no, you know, so actually if, i can speak to that i can speak to that because as on board we are we are no longer able to use any predator logos on our on our apparel 
So Predator has actually uh, offered a cease and desist to a few companies that have used their logo without their permission. So that is probably why it's being removed, because I'm guessing that they probably gave Matrim a cease and desist letter for using their well, logo. Well, listen, if you're, Matrim, if you're Matrim, why are you going to help promote another promoter? It's not promoting a Q company. Well, it, it, it you're, you're helping yeah. to promote a competitive promoter. Yeah. Predator is putting right. on competitive events, right? So but also, I would that's not probably, do that. I mean, if I was, if I was in boxing... A WCA, a WBA world champion, not going to put his logo on a WBC event. You know, just they're just not going to give that kind of uh, ink or, or visibility to. Well, there are a lot of streaming companies in that, competition with. But there's a lot of streaming companies that are on jerseys. For example, Shane Wolford or uh, David Alkaidi had the Shark Stream on his uh, jerseys for the Moscone Cup, and they had no problem showing that. I mean, yeah, we're well, talking yeah, about Phoenix certainly. compared to it. No, but there's, competition, there's competition and there's competition. Yeah, there is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Sharks, the Sharks event, it's a, it's, a, it's a world nine ball tour event. Sure, sure. So there's but obvious. I'm just saying, obviously, I, I don't you know. What, what you're saying also makes sense. But what I'm thinking is that Predator actually gave them a seat. This is just me speculating based off of my knowledge of what's happened to stuff that I've done is Predator's probably given them a cease and desist letter because they don't want them using their, their logos. That's just. But. Right. Um, yeah. but I guess, uh, so, so you're, well, you're saying that they don't want, I mean, in, in, in promotional things like posters, you know, I think I can see Matrim taking out. Do you think that predator does not want David Alcade to wear a predator logo on his Jersey in a Matrim event? Well, why, well, I'm just, I'm just like, why wouldn't, I, why wouldn't predator want, um, their logo on an onboard Jersey that we do too? I mean. There's something, I mean, there's got to be a reason behind it that they have that we don't have, right? In any onboard jersey, are they, so are yes, you doing onboard jerseys for, for Predator players? Uh, unless we have written approval, we cannot use their logo anymore. Yeah, that, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, okay, but you, but you know yourself, you, all, you also have a lot of amateur players out there that, who just use Predator equipment and they want to have a Predator badge on, so yeah. they ask for the logo. That's the that, that, but if if David Alcada says on well, why wouldn't Predator want that? It's for advertising, yeah. We, yeah I'm surprised by that, yeah. If David Alcada says, uh, on board, make me a new set of shots for 2024, Predator are not going to say, yeah, but you can't use the logo. I mean, why, yeah, no, right, that's what I was saying, yeah, that that would you know, that would yeah. be that would be really counterproductive. I mean, they want their players to be on. All those matchroom TV events in the exactly. finals wearing their logo. I mean, how, why wouldn't you? So, they, um, I mean, they might not like what Matchroom is doing or how or, or the effect it, it might have on on their events. They might not like that with this whole WPA thing. But at the end of the day, I'd want my company being shown on the best promoted. That's why you sign a. That's why you sign a player. You don't sign a player just for grins. I mean, what they're yeah. going to do? They're going to drop Josh Fillers and, and, and they're going to just drop all their players because they can't. Ah, Josh, when is that announcement going to drop? <laughs> Last. Well, uh, why yeah, don't, don't we... Expect, yeah, don't, don't, don't expect that one to come just in the middle of all the rest. <laughs> March 1st. <laughs> right. March 1st. So, uh, yeah, uh, so last time, we'll, let's jump into the actual players that have been announced at this point, but first... We got to do some commerce. I got to give a shout out to uh, Mike Lippman because Mike Michael Lippman was in the podcast uh, in the chat earlier. And uh, I finally have my setup done for my pool room. So how looks very nice. 
Yes, it does. It is absolutely incredible. Uh, this is the light that he built for me for my uh, my pool room. How nice does this look? A nice little Christmas tree in the background. So we got to give a shout out to Lipman Lights, the best out there. Best light on the market. Fake makes my uh, makes my pool room look pretty nice, don't you? Think, Jim? Oh, and you're wondering, and you're wondering why Predator doesn't want you to use their logo on your shirts. <laughs> I I think you should get sponsored by a curtain company what? because you need some new curtains, my friend. They're ugly. What's wrong with my curtains? It's my beautiful Predator pool table with the beautiful Flipman light. It's pretty, isn't it? Shout out to Flipman lights. Any okay. hacker our country's got. What's wrong What's with that, what, what? What do you got? What's get? What you got against my curtains? Wow. <laughs> Alicia mean, made Jim. those by hand, so go ahead, Jim. Yeah. Make fun of them. I, I, yeah. I, I, one of Nate's. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're talking about players signing. I thought it was right. really interesting. Jim will no uh, longer be on the podcast going forward until he apologizes <laughs> to my wife for hang for hating on the, uh, the curtains that she hand soaked. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, I, I am. I found it really interesting that that Victor and Conrad were in there so soon. Um, that's a real because the Polish players were the ones that I probably were most worried about uh, making that kind of making that move because Victor their association is pretty strong. Uh, Victor's but, Victor's been at odds with uh, his federation for a long time though. That yeah, I think they've me. all been at odds with the federation at one point or another because uh, Victor, was Victor was different. Victor was different. Uh, but, um, uh, so yeah, I was glad to see the two of them, you know, basically thumb their nose and say, you know, we're playing real pool. Yep. Um, I think out, out of all the, out of all the announcements that have been made, those are the two that have, well, that, let's, that, should, that, 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 should, that should turn people's heads the most. Yeah. hundred percent. Let's mean, go through one by one. The Cobra could, in my opinion, the Cobra others, I don't know what kind of. Uh, restrictions they would have in Asia and stuff like that. They, they, he told me some while ago that he, that they get nothing. So, yeah, so they, they had no, they had no, no, they had no issue. They had I no mean, issue signing. WPA is big in Asia, so I mean, there's right, there's, yeah, I mean, and the Asian Federation is. They're going to have to do a lot of traveling now. So yeah. I mean, but great that they are both, uh, they both committed. Yeah, but yeah, and Victor, like Nate said, not a big surprise for me. He's been at odds with his own federation of the WPA for a while now. Yap, also not a surprise with the Singapore. Well, let's, well hold on, Jim. Let's just go through them one by one and let's talk about each one. Because then we can actually. Are now, <laughs> How many are there? How well, long are we going to be here? Well, <laughs> we don't have to spend a ton of time with it. The first one that's been announced since the last time. So I guess to fill in everybody where we were at last week um, David, Jason, Darren, and who am I missing from last week? That was. Uh, that, yeah, that was no, not FSR. FSR wasn't it. Yeah, Billy Thorpe. Billy Thorpe. Billy Thorpe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So those were the four that were announced when we did the last. And and my critique of it last week was if, if players are this happy to like join in and like be a part of this, why are you announcing uh, Jason Shaw? Yes, absolutely. That makes sense. Uh, Billy Thorpe barely played. Um, Darren is towards the end of his career. And uh, David Al-Qaeda is 45 years old. You announce them as they come in. I mean, they're players who've got some well, sure. some cachet so and some like, visibility uh, value. And yeah, 120, 120. Oh, I, I'm, just, I'm just being fair. I'm being fair to Matram, right? My critique was of all the players who want to join your tour, why wasn't a bigger name outside of Jason announced right away? And Maybe they had the same Is there a deadline? Quickly, sure. is there a deadline on when the contract has to be signed by? 
yeah, it's, it's still got, it's got another two weeks or something left yeah. to run on that. So there's remember. a lot of players who were busy yeah, so over the holidays. Or just waiting. Players I'm having just, contracts saying, looked at by you their know lawyers, by is their sponsors. You know that Matrim is a marketing company. It doesn't make sense to me that you're not going to try to make the biggest splash you could possibly make immediately and hold off a couple of days if you need to do so. I mean, it's not like they haven't been announcing every single day 700 players that are coming up. They could have waited a few days to start these announcements. They kind of came out of the blue uh, to begin with. I I, I'm just. I don't, I'm I'm just see what was, the, I don't see what the negative was. <laughs> no, just get them out there. Just yeah. the buzz. Well, sure, you sure. Like, well, they're there. doing exactly what Matchroom do best, and that's getting people talking and getting yeah. a buzz. Yeah. These guys are the top. These guys are considered to be the top. Are going to be considered the first 128 professional pool players. Yeah, and that I mean, they're all going to. They're all in essence big names because they are the yeah. first ones. You know. I mean, they posted Quack. I mean, you know, not exactly, you know, a household name. Okay. So, well, let's go through it. So, since then, uh, Mario He, uh, age 30 years old, from Austria. This is, again, was a – well, I guess, Mike, you you started out. Surprise, not a surprise? What do you think? Uh, well, I was a little bit surprised – not surprised, but happy that, that, that two Austrian guys came out right away because uh, that was another federation that I think – you know, has, has a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, muscle in, in Europe as far as their players go. Um, you know, I'm, I'm assuming Albin's going to sign, but, you know, uh, you know I, I was happy to see Mario and Max uh, go ahead and, and and just say, you know, we're, this is where we're playing. All right, Jim? Yeah, no surprise for me. Mario, Max, and Albin will all be in there. Chris? Yeah, all good. Nothing, nothing surprising. Well, easy game then. Let's move on to the next player that was announced after uh, Mario He, and that would be uh, Francisco Sanchez Ruiz. So, Jim, what do you think? Yeah, that was that was good. That was going to be obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Whether we need to go in, yeah, it was swapping, switching from Predator to Q Tech. No, um, yeah, right. No coincidence here either, I think. <clears throat> yeah, kind of makes sense, right? And you got the QTech logo right on the chest. What's the barcode? So, uh, <laughs> what? what happens if you scan the barcode? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> it just comes up with signed, <laughs> it comes up with a message, not for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so then the. The next player announced after that, my cat is going psycho. Uh, the next player after that was Ko Ping Yi. Oh, that's Mario. Wow, he's gained a little weight. He's gained a little <laughs> bit of weight. <laughs> oh, 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 Mike. I, well, I can't actually see any of these pictures. They're like incredibly small, and they just have. Oh, well, like we can just go through their names. We know what they look like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, the the Ko brothers. You know, that was not a surprise. Good to see them jump out there and do that. Um, you know, they're, they're solid guys. Well, it's not about this. It's not about, uh, the, uh, telling them apart. It's that they're wearing, I can only see very, 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 very small things. So I'm trying to identify them from the shirt. They have the same shirt on. So that is the reason why I can't tell the difference between them. It has, you couldn't I tell that one shirt face. was a lot bigger than the other shirt. 
no, because the size of these the size of these images are like a centimeter by like a millimeter. It's like very, very, very small. I can't even tell the difference between Jonas and Mario, and they're right next to each other. Oh, good. So no, yeah. I can't. Hmm. All right. Uh, so let's see. A, uh, any surprises? I guess is you well, know. Yeah. This well, we have to, okay, so we can do that. So, coping, uh, the coping, the co brothers, coping, Yi, coping, Chung. Um, is coping Han in the top 28? 128? Yeah. I don't think so. He would be, I think. No, would he? 128? He thinks he didn't go, probably he didn't, borderline. Didn't go to all of them. Um, he must be. He must be. Jeez. What was the 128 based on, Jim? Two year ranking list. Two year two year, ranking. The two year list. Well, the, ra the, 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 the ranking has reached its. its it's adulthood, shall we say? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so it's the two-year, two-year thing. They'll go. They'll yeah, go now. So one, yeah. I think they'll go eventually just a one-year roll of all. Yeah, yeah. There'll be a one. There'll be a. There'll, there'll be a, a provisional ranking and the set ranking. So throughout the year, the provisional ranking will continue to change, whereas the ranking that was set at the start of the year will dictate seedings and tournaments. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay. All right, so then uh, Jonas Sota, uh, the I believe he's what twenty years old now, 20, 22. 22. Uh, the young Spaniard, up and coming player. Again, uh, I don't know any surprises here. No, I don't know exactly no. what the Spanish Federation is like. So, I don't think they offered a whole lot of help. To be honest with you, I, I never heard that they did. Um, you know, so. All right, uh, so they're, all, they're all they're all really close to Spanish players, so he'll go with his buddies, you know. Yeah, of course. Good, sure. good player. I think he's got a good future. I think he's he's still he's still got another a couple of steps that he can that he can reach. So, uh, yeah. so then maybe the next player, uh, one of the next players announced, is probably going to be like uh, Jose Delgado. Delgado. Uh, if, if Delgado's in there, then I'm sure he would take it. Probably, yeah. He's got to be. He's made it. He's had a couple decent finishes. Yeah, he, I think he got quarters or semis in one day, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know he made the final 64 at the U.S. Open, but I think he may have lost his first match. I think maybe it was like Tyler. Maybe he lost to Tyler right away or something. Um, so then from there, I guess uh, the next player announces Shane Van Boning, the South Dakota kid. Any surprises here? No. Nope. Yeah, I think we can just skip past that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with all that uh, that incredible amount of uh, federation help that the U.S. has for their players. Coping hands one one two three. He's actually tied with somebody on one two three, which is massive. oh, is he? Okay, yeah. that's why I was just looking it up on my computer's like really. Fritz. He'll sign as well. He'll follow. He'll go with his brothers. He'll sign as well. Sure. Yeah, yeah. maybe he's just three to a row. Maybe maybe doesn't quite take priority. Yeah. Maybe he'll be towards the end. Uh, so then I I guess probably widely considered the biggest surprise so far uh, to most players. I mean, this doesn't surprise me. I've talked to Conrad or I've talked to. Um, well, Conrad as well, but um, Victor's going to get a bunch of surprise, though, Nate. I don't, honestly don't. He's a young guy, maybe the most talented player in the world, or certainly in the top handful of. And he's got sure, but the Polish Federation also does a lot for the Polish players. They actually do pay entry fees. I mean, so my understanding, and I talked to them, so I, I don't know if I'm exactly supposed to be saying this, but I don't really care because they're all going to be leaving the Federation anyways. Uh, from what I understand is they pay their entry fees and they pay their travel, but then they have to give, I think it's 20% of any money that they make back to the Federation. They got to kick it back. Yeah. yeah. But, and I thought they had to kick it back, uh, kick back the expenses 
first and then 20% of, of Linux. Of, but of it was, yeah. but I mean, it was something, either way, it was, you know, so it like long like sharking, 50 essentially. Of, it could be 50 or 60% of a decent, you yeah. know, if you want 10 grand, you could be paying back five or six grand of that. It's like well, if, you win a, if you win a Euro tour, you might, you might end up losing money by winning it. <laughs> yeah so it's you know but but they all travel together and, and i always understood that they kind of you know that they if they don't it's not savers but they they pull all the money okay that they that they get out of uh out of an event so yeah, i mean yeah the, the polish players were hostages and, and good for them for um standing up and saying you know no At we're least not doing this so anymore. far yeah uh so we'll talk about that a little bit more in a little bit um the next player after that aloysius yep yeah. No surprise. No surprise there. I mean, they kind of pushed them in their direction, anyways. Exactly. Yeah. If, if, if there was fifty Singapore players in that uh, in that top one twenty eight, you'd have fifty Singapore players. Yeah. All right, and then uh, Guac, the Vietnamese superstar. No surprise, Matchroom didn't they? Matchroom turned him into the, the the guy he is. You know. Well, but he, but the weird he, thing was that he couldn't even play in the Hanoi Open. So yeah. at, at some point. The gun to his head had some weight, right? Yeah. And, or at least he, and now or at he's least he now he's have basically a bit more time to think about it. Yeah, he's found his way out of it, which is good. I'm glad to see that happen. And I'm glad Matram loves seeing that happen because I know they can't wait to get back to Vietnam with an event. And so to have the, the top player exactly. uh, in there this year will be huge. Yeah. 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 All right. So then uh, the next on the list would be. Nayuki Oi. Yeah. No Chris, what do there. you think? Yeah. Um, I think he was always going to do it. He's one of the, he might do the most miles throughout a year, actually, out of everybody yeah. on the tour. Yeah. He's crazy. Yeah. He was definitely going to do uh, it. Yeah. Doubt. Well, well, then we'll move on to Sky Woodward, which is next. Again, I, 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 anybody surprised? Nope. nope. This is like a. I like this picture with him and Fedor. This is like a perfect caption, caption contest. It's <laughs> good. That was a good one. Wouldn't that make a great caption contest? But Jim, what's but, your best but, caption but, for it? But here, we, here we go. If if Fedor hasn't been announced yet, if he hasn't if he hasn't signed, he's not on this picture. True. So Fedor signed. <laughs> we can expect that announcement. Wow. Well, why wouldn't he? Yeah, of course. What is going to anyway? Because well, I don't, I, <laughs> there's a lot of reasons why you wouldn't. <laughs> for Federer, I don't think there's any reason why he wouldn't. He loses. Wait, what, what name? What, what's one of them? Okay, Federer plays in these other events like Qatar and China, whatever. Is anyone even going to come close to stopping him from winning fifty grand in one and forty grand in the other? Yeah, but, but <laughs> that would up. that would give a really top player pause. But then because, least, well, there's still 300 Chinese. At least there's still 300, the 300 Chinese players that play pretty good. <laughs> yeah, well, well, every matron event's got 128 killers. So, yeah. Um, the the first know. thing that happens as soon as he as soon as he become as soon as he says I'm going with WPA is he becomes Russian again, and that causes other issues for him. Yeah, yeah. right. He's made a life choice, not just a pool choice. He, he's well, no, he, yeah. could, he could be an online country. I mean, that's yeah. the way WPA has them now. 
Yeah. I'll guarantee you that I'm guarantee you that Fedor is not going to. No, not I obviously I'm, I'm just I'm open, just kidding, but but you know it's it's seven, like if you seven Euro tours. if you start looking for some easy money, it's it's got to be tempting for a couple of players to think. Yeah, a couple of players. There will be a couple of players that don't. Yeah, yeah. Who will think they can? They well, can, they can let me ask you this, though. Jim. Who do you yeah. who who are you who would you be most? Uh, you know, of say like the Polish players. Who would you think might stay in the Polish Federation? Uh, Wojtek. Wojtek, yeah. I think he's very he's very loyal to the the, the the Polish Federation. I think. Yeah. That would crush you, Nate, wouldn't it? I would probably but be destroyed. Also, wouldn't also wouldn't, <laughs> su- life, would also wouldn't surprise me. I would, I would I would stop the podcast. Who's that? To be honest, I would just stop the podcast and cry a lot. Who's that? It wouldn't surprise me if he chose Matchroom, but I think he's one of the guys that that you know he, he hasn't he hasn't you know. What about a young guy he, like he hasn't, he hasn't been given the he hasn't been given the same flowers, shall we say, by right. Matchroom as yeah. a, like a Fortunsky has or, or something yeah. like that. So yeah. I expect Fortunsky to sign. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, he's been he's, he's, he's been yeah. he's been given the pat on the back and a little yeah. bit of uh, love by Matchroom. Over the years. I would, and he's been I would pretty anti Polish Federation. Then. Yeah. But what about a young guy like Masial? Daniel. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't. I I suspect that Wojtek. And uh, Daniel will probably do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I would, th- I would what, think whatever one of them does. I would guess for for somebody like, for somebody like Masial, I, I would almost I would almost encourage him to, to to do another year or two in the WPA. You know, um, it's yeah, tough. It's going to be it's, no it's going to be it's going to be tough to to in the beginning. It's going to be tough uh, in the matchroom arena for a lot of players. Yeah, but I mean, we talked about it's not like Daniel hasn't had success on the matchroom stage already. He's made a couple quarterfinals, I think he's made a semifinal. Yeah, but if you look at it, I mean, I'm looking here purely at at, at Poland, you know. Um, You want to be playing the World Cup of Pool, you want to be playing in the Masters, you want to be, you know, and if if the World Cup of Pool is something you might be getting, then yeah, okay, that's nice, but they're not, Masio's not going to get in the World Cup of Pool, you know, the World Cup is that far out. Sorry, I, I bet I bet that I bet that he's not far out from it. If it's a guaranteed qualifier, I bet he's in the top four. Well, but it's going to be the number one and his mate. Well, if 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 Wojtek's number one, no, he's Wojtek's, going to pick probably Daniel. Yeah, like, if but Wojtek's not going to be number one. We've just announced Victor Zelinski. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's not like far behind him. It's interesting. Someone mentions they're in Vietnam now. Uh, Huang is banned from all local regional tournaments and can't represent Vietnam in the Asian Games. Same for Yep. Uh, that's the only thing that these players are really kind of giving up. A couple of them, especially when you get into Asia, lose that ability to play for their country in in international competitions like that. Um, that's probably the the uh, um, you know the one thing that has given a couple of them a little bit of pause is terms of you know what you do. Um, you know, the Coe's always played in the Asian games. The, you know, the Asian games are a big deal for the Filipino players. Um, so, you know, and we haven't seen any Filipino players sign. So I'm really curious that, you know, the Filipinos are where I'm kind of wondering how many are coming over, who's all going to do it, that type of thing. Because if you look at, you know, we looked at Aranis and we looked at Feliciano, we looked at Raga, you know, all these guys are like, you know, but if you look at all of them, it's playing events, skip two, playing events, skip two, playing events, skip two. I'm really curious whether any of these guys are going to really make a commitment to be in all these events. 
and we need we need some of them to be in there because if you have a if you have a world pool tour and there's no Filipinos in it, there's always going oh, to there'll be, be Filipinos in there. I just want to yeah, see yeah, them on a regular basis. I want to see Viraga play in every event. Yes, I want to see the top the top Filipinos aren't there. There's always going to be that. Yeah, but the top Filipinos aren't there. Yeah, you know yeah. it's so you need you need <clears throat> you need some of them to be in there. Okay, uh, I guess the where did we leave off? Was it Sky last? So that well, then the last player is Conrad. We've already talked yeah. about him a little bit. Um, we've also talked a little bit about uh, the other Polish players that we think probably will and will not sign. I got, so, I got a question um, for you guys Who do you think's the biggest name that won't sign? Who's the biggest name that won't sign? Wow. It's, are we uh, trying to think of who's? Wait, are, well, let me I ask know. this: Are you asking? Are you asking us what's the biggest name that might not sign, or that will definitely not I know, sign in our mind? I know definitely who definitely sign. won't sign. Wu Chaching. Go ahead. Wu Chaching. Yeah, yeah. We, we won't play because he's kind of he, well. As far as I understand, so he doesn't play anyways. Wait, well, played. How many did he play last year? Three, four, two or three. One. And he's the biggest name who won't play, I would say. He's the biggest yeah. name. No, he only played two. I think he played the Whirlpool Masters and he played, uh, was it the Spanish Open? You didn't ask, you asked who the biggest name was. You didn't ask me to. What, <laughs> no, no, well, Good answer, Chris. Okay, okay who's, the highest, who's, who's the highest ranked player who won't? What do you, what do you guys think about Kachi? I think he signs. You think he signs? Zero chance he won't sign. We've Zero chance he won't. Actually. You know, Matrim, he didn't get a lot of love last year from Matrim. And. And he, he won the World 10 ball and uh, was right up there in the World 8 ball. Uh, those are, those are, well, again, those are good think, games think, for him. I think, I think Matt Poland has, has nailed it. Ralph Suke. Well, I don't think that's a big – I don't think he's the biggest name. Well, so I, I think that he won't sign because he's at that age where the Federation means more to him than he thinks he's going to get out of mm -hmm. in finishes, Right. He's he's not going to make Moscone Cup. I know he's not going to be World Cup of Pool likely. He, you know that type of thing. So if it's just open events, is there a lot of value to an aging player like Ralph to do that? Uh, what do you think about Niels? I was just about to say, do you think Niels signs? I think he has to because he wants he wants to have a future with like commentating with Matchroom, and if if he doesn't sign. Is Matram going to be like giving him commentary opportunities in the future? Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? You know, he's probably somebody who might want to be the Moscone Cup captain someday. Yeah, but you, well, you he could play a couple years and then formally retire. Then, then he, then he, then he's not a WPA guy anymore. But you know, I know that you know the twenty or twenty five. Will Matram remember that? You know, the twenty or twenty five grand that they, the number one and two in the Netherlands right. from the from the federation. The local yeah. That's a lot. And Niels always goes back to make sure right. you know, he always goes back and supports their events. He lives in Denmark or something, but he always goes back and plays in the events. And yeah, I mean he skipped what did he didn't he skip uh UK or, or European last year to play in the European championships? Because if he medals, he gets that money. Yeah, and that possibly, was that was a big thing to him. Yeah, I, uh, Nick Vandenberg, he I think he played the Euros this year as well, probably for the same reason. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because Kazakh, um, Kazakh's name mentioned in here quite a lot. I think Kazakh signs. There's well, no there's, reason you know, Melling wouldn't sign. There's there is no federation in the UK, so there's there's no downside to Chris signing. Right. No, for, for um, any yeah, Beisterbosch, that might be honestly he's talking about Beisterbosch. He's had a lot of uh good finishes with matchroom events. That might be somebody who doesn't sign. Melling has a problem. 
Melling has a problem. Yeah, well, you're talking, Melling's got the same problem that someone like Chu is going to have when you got these guys tied into the hay ball, which is linked up with WPA now. Oh, now you're running into problems. Yeah, problem. I didn't think about the hay ball part. That's a real problem for Chris because I know he was getting, yeah. he was really getting back into it. And, you know, he had six trips planned to China or something for this year. And, you know, uh, gotcha. Yeah, I, I didn't think about yeah, it. There's a, a lot of Asian players playing into hay ball now in a number of the Filipinos. So, you know, that's going to affect their decision. But, I, you know, I, I don't know what Chris will do, but there's there's a lot of money to be made on, in the Hayball side of things. But I know he still thinks that he can, and I, I'm with him, he, but he still thinks that he's maybe got unfinished business with nine ball. He still thinks he can be world champion. And I think he still thinks he's got unfinished business on this side of things, on this side yeah. of the fence. Well, he was a ill-timed shower away from potentially playing in the uh, the semifinals of the the U.S. Open, what, two years ago, so. <laughs> I don't know. What? Nothing. No, Matram changed, his, uh, Matram changed his schedule. I mean, I've, I've said this on the podcast before. Um, his schedule was, I, I want to say he was scheduled to play at like 4.30 or something like that. So he goes back to his room, puts his phone on Do Not Disturb, kind of hangs around, chills, and then he's, he's ready to take a shower to get ready to his match. And he just happened to look down at his phone, and he's being called from, Match him saying, "What you know? You're up in ten minutes. Where are you at, Bob?" Because they changed they changed the time on him, so he had to you know sprint out and sprint downstairs and get ready for his match. And he had, uh, I think, he had forfeited his first game. Yeah, but Bob because uh, he wasn't there. In Bob's time. saying here in the comments, but he's a Q Tech player, so Chris will probably sign. He's also a Joy player. He's contracted to Joy. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's yeah. not it's it's not cut and dry for him. But I wouldn't. Want yeah, no, not at all. Like I said, any of these guys who are tied in. Yeah. Any of these guys who are tied into the hayball. It's going to be a, you know, it's it's going to be how much are they willing to gamble on their hayball future? Yeah, um, and it's a money thing at that point. It's a it's a it's a money thing. But okay, I mean, there's a lot of guys that they, they might not take it now, but they'll look to take it in the future. You know, um, yeah. it's not saying you have if you don't take it now, the door is closed for you to to, to come in the future. Well, the, the question there's some, there's some guys in the, in the 128 that have legitimate reasons for. For, for passing this year and saying, listen, you know, I, I I just can't make it happen this year. I need to sort out, like Chris, I need to sort out my contractual obligations before I can make any decision on this. Yeah. I mean, the big question that I have is, let, let's say Joshua Filler doesn't sign, because he's kind of like the biggest name that there's a question mark. I don't think there is anymore. I mean, I think he put. A, I think he was putting like some funny Instagram post or something a couple of weeks. Yeah, Pia Pia threw one out there that was yeah. like, "Okay, well, that answers that question." Yeah. <laughs> well, probably. I mean, that was the post where he's like, "All the people who think they're smart, these are the things that you know, right?" That, right. That post. Yeah. yeah. That do, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. It just means that they're you know saying how stupid people are for thinking that they know them. But uh, you could read into it more and say, "Well, of course, I, I, read, it, I read into it." <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, sure. Um, but, uh, let's just, let's just use Joshua filler as an example, because okay. he, there is at least a little bit of doubt whether or not he, he was, whether it's 5%, 10%, 50%, who knows. But, um, my big question to match him would be, all right, let's say Joshua filler does take the WPA route for two years. When he comes back, is he automatically going to get the spot back that he had, or is he immediately relegated to the under 128 and then has to waste a year? trying to get back onto the 128 list yes and only getting two events potentially to do it you know they only maybe he no, only no, has by that, by, no no no, no. By, by that time there'll be a q school 
and you can do direct qualifying sure. onto the tour. Yeah, you're not going to take someone's. You're not going to take away someone's spot in the 128 that earned it because Josh Fielder's coming back after exactly. years. He'll have to. He'll have to earn his way back like everybody else. Uh, sure. One thing. But that that means that means he basically misses out on the World Cup of Pool, the World Pool Masters, and potentially the the World Nine Ball Championships for X amount of years because until however long it takes him to get back onto it. I don't know what the qualifying is like. Two tournaments like to, to get Josh back into the one twenty eight. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Uh, no, well, no, no, that's not true because the the one twenty eight is good for the entire calendar year. Right. So if he gets in, so if the first two events he's in, that still doesn't do him any good until next year. He can't play another event. He wins he both of them. He's got, of he wins both of them. He's got sixty thousand points right out of the gate. <laughs> Correct, Mike. But he can't play anymore for the rest of the year, and the one twenty eight is good for the entire calendar year. So if he's good at by March, he wins the first two open events. He still can't play in an event until the following yeah, calendar year. January. Yeah, a, ma a major, right? Just yeah. a major. He can play it all. Again, we're all speculating on on how that's all going to flush out anyway. Sure, sure. But I am and, and maybe Matchroom would let him play, but you can't tell me that if he if he wins the first two events and he's into the you know the the top 16 but can't play another event for the rest of the asterisk. year. I mean that's asterisk subject <laughs> to change. Sure. <laughs> but, I mean, but, that, but that's open for all these players that don't take it right it away. I, I want to respond to Kyle Boyce says hey ball nine ball different sports but hey ball especially with the word hey ball is a WPA sport. Yeah. So it's a WPA discipline in, in the WCBS. So if you played in a matchroom event, I got to believe that you're barred from playing in a WPA hayball event. Right? Don't, don't you think don't, so, Chris? Uh, yeah, but I don't think he might not be talking to us. He might be talking to somebody in the comments. Oh. Never mind. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm just – I could see a situation where like if uh, if one of these players that you know one of these definitely top you know solidified concrete top 10 players decides to take a year off and think about it and play the WPA side of things just to see what it's like even if they go out and win the 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 UK Open and then the European they'll Open figure, back they'll back, figure it yeah, out you're done they'll figure it out you're well, not going to yeah. you're not going to keep your top names out if you know as long as you didn't screw anybody else over in the process so, well, when, uh, the dark, when, they were, when they were doing it with the darts for many, many years, the BDO survived. And there was a BDO tour and there was the PDC, PDC tour. Right. And the PDC decided to give direct qualification spots to the PDC for BDO players if they won certain events or, or, or did well in certain events. So players were almost, I mean, you could liken it to, 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 to the European Championships for, for the Dutch players getting that. If you medal you get this amount and for the pdc it was as well <clears throat> they there were certain certain performances performance based from the bdo events that guaranteed you an invitation and a spot to play on the tour in the P, uh, pdc the next year so matching they've done this before they could probably come up with something like that and say listen the world champion if there's a a world champion uh, uh wpa world champion you're guaranteed a spot if you want it the next year you know um that kind of stuff you know the, the 10 ball world champion can join the what well, they yeah. can do whatever they like you know they 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 can do whatever they like to make sure that something like filler gets in the next year regardless of what happens you know yeah they, they can turn around and say Sorry, oh, oh oh well, what did you win you won you won the derby city classic right the winner of the derby city classic gets a spot in the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i mean yeah, yeah. Re replying to sebastian sorry sorry for this but shane van boning is not at the top of anything but nine ball <laughs> nine ball world eight ball champion buddy 
Carl was nine ball pool, <laughs> meaning nine yeah, ball. Yeah, well, no, but Carol's not. He's not at the top of table. Carol is not at the top of table. Carol's <laughs> sa saying, you know, pick one and play one because no one's going to be top yeah. at both games. But but I, know, have to, but I have to assume that Carl means nine ball pool versus yeah, high ball. Yeah, versus yeah, yeah, he means American pool against match room and, and stick to one or the other but you get guys like chua guys like chris melling they really think that they can still play at the top of both so you know i, I don't think you're going to get one of them saying you know okay i'm, I'm not going to play pool ever again i'm just going to focus on they maybe they should but i don't think it's quite that easy well i would say this i think chris melling is and, and i mean this as respectfully as i can possibly say it even though it's not going to come out that way uh, Chris Melling might be the biggest waste of talent in Q Sports history because he's been <laughs> elite at every single one of them, but doesn't stick with any of them long enough to be able to like really do huge damage at them. It's not that he doesn't stick with them; and, he's playing all of them at the same time. It's the opposite. Of, uh, well, sure. Well, yeah, all of them. That's 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 what the problem is. But he just you can't, you can't tell me that if he just you can't tell me that if he just stuck with nine ball pool that he wouldn't be a world champion by now, or if he just stuck with uh, um, high ball that he would be one of the one of the top five to 10 players there, or if he stuck with, I mean, maybe snooker's a little bit different, but even still, I, I, th I still think that he would be a regular touring professional there. Even English eight ball. I think he'd be a multiple, multiple world time champion, you know, several times over. But he is, but you just can't. Well, I, I, I mean, even more so than what he is, is what I mean. I, I, like English if, if, if he would just, if he would have picked with one, historically, but, you know, there's a pretty there's a pretty good argument that you can make that Chris Smelling is actually one of the greatest cueists outside of snooker that this this game's seen, right? He doesn't even practice Chinese eight ball. He just gets on a plane, buggers off to China, goes deep. He doesn't practice anything. He doesn't practice anything. He's nutcase. Yeah. He's, he's continually playing because he's got so he's got his fingers in so many pies that he's continually playing anyway, and he's continually doing uh, exhibitions. That I mean, he's always on the table. Yeah, he's uh, always yeah. This is a quick one for uh, Graham Hickman. Um, if you go back to the start of the podcast, once we finish, go back to you'll those questions are answered at the start. But yeah, I, I, I mean, one thing, one thing I will agree with Chris is if he's if he had, if if only one of these disciplines existed, he'd have won more than what he oh, has yeah, won. Yeah. On, on each on each of those disciplines, he'd have won much yeah. more uh, American pool. He'd have won much more at eight ball pool, and he'd have won much more at hay ball if they individually were the only one that existed. That's what I think. I mean, when when you ask players about their contemporaries, there are players that rise above. Uh, when when players talk, when their peers talk about them, uh, these players are like Wu Ching. When you when like when you talk when when you ask Shane Van Boning who the who is who he thinks the greatest player he's ever seen is, he brings up that name, right? When when people when his contemporaries talk about Wu Ching, they talk about him differently. Chris Melling is in that category. His contemporaries talk about him differently, like it, like not like a you know just a standard really really great player. They talk about him like he is a different type of cueist. There's very few there's very few players on the planet planet that could have been as successful as Chris playing all of the games. You know, mm -hmm. spread out over all the games to do what to, to be as successful as Chris had takes a special kind of talent. There's very few players that could could have done that, but. Each one individually, if you look at them each individually, what he's achieved at each of them, he's underachieved at each of them because he spread himself out. Over. And that's my point. Yeah, that's my is point. That it, is that he's it, better, Jim? Or is that it, or is he never given the? Is that it, or is he never given the real? You know, he's never been a Possibly. Shane Van Boning type of, you know, Filipino type of. 
practice, 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 practice. He just goes out there. Sky Sky Woodward's the same way too. Sky Woodward never practices. But if you just look, if you just list in each of the disciplines, Chris's results, you would think he should have won more than that, surely. Yeah, of course. And and I I attribute to his dedication to the games more than his spreading himself. He's won more than just the Derby City Classic nine ball. Yeah. But has he? No. China Open. And, I, and to be, and China China open? Open? did he win the chain open? Did he not win the chain open? I don't think so. No, yeah, maybe. I think he's played Hold the finals on. of it. Uh, oh, he's been in, he's been, he's, he's gone deep in loads and loads of tournaments. But if you just, you know, if you look at his resume, it, for each of them, it's less than what you would think it should have been. It is, it is. But yeah, he's won the chain open. Yeah, I think he, he, he might be, say, he I, has I, won it, yeah, but he might be the only person that has actually attempted to play all of them professionally as well. I don't think anybody else is crazy enough to even attempt it, but um, well, yeah, and I, I, broadly I agree with what you're saying. Nate. And I would, and I would say that if he, if he, if he even just went in like five year chunks where he played English eight ball for five years and then he, or a snooker, and then he switched to English eight ball and then he switched to nine ball and then he switched to high ball. I think, I think if he just did that for, you know, 20 years of his career, he would have more accomplishments in each one too. Yeah, he probably would, but you know, facts are facts, and that's that's not what he's done. I think he's still number two ranked professional English eight ball player in the world at the minute. I think mm-hmm. um, that seems that's, that's that actually seems to be the game that he really, really, really shines at. Still, well, so that's can, where he started. That's where he made yeah, his agreed. Game. Yeah, agreed. That, that's that's where he is still is when pe- people go and watch him and think. And that, that's why is, what Chris said before about game. he might be one of the ones most likely to just say, "No, I'm not signing up." Uh, matchroom contract. I'm I'm going. I'm playing hay ball. Yeah, it, it, maybe. I, I, obviously, I can't talk for. Because he can play hay ball and still play the eight ball in the UK, and and you know, be fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's more money for him in those two than there would be in anything nine ball pool at this point in his career. I would think. Not saying you can't compete at the nine ball level, obviously, but um, I think that there's when you're talking about two different disciplines that are uh, whatever you want to say. I would say that uh, nine ball and English, or, uh, Chinese eight ball are closer than Chinese eight ball and uh, English eight ball. But no, I, do, I, I don't know. It's hard to compare them all. But do, do you not think Melling can win nine ball? You don't pro nine ball event? Yeah, I think he can win a pro nine ball event. I don't think he can win as many pro nine ball events as he can win English eight ball events. And he doesn't have to win as many yeah. highball events because there's just so much more money. I would, if I had to bet, I'd take the under. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know the the scene at English eight ball, so I'm completely shooting from the hip here. But I have to assume that there are less players at his talent level in English eight ball than there are nine ball at this point. He's top. He's yeah, top. He's, I mean, for me, for me in English eight ball, he's top top three or four in the world. Yeah. And he's not. He's not top. He's not top twenty in nine ball right now. Um, but yeah, nine ball is a global game. English eight ball isn't right. Sure. So yeah, yeah. But that, like that's that. that's kind of my point too, right? Yeah. But, um, ten minutes and then a quarter. Dart. Yeah, the darts. The darts, are, the darts are starting in ten minutes. Ten minutes and darts. Let's move on from Chris, Chris Melling. Starts in an hour. Can't believe we're giving Chris Melling ten minutes of our podcast time. <laughs> well, here. He doesn't even watch the podcast. He doesn't even know who you are, mate. Hey Jim. <laughs> hey Jim, you want to know? You're stressing me out right now. So you want to know what I need to do to make myself less stressed? You oh, want to? Yeah, have some can I get off this call that, before green, you some of that, that green mind juice? Yeah. yeah. Magic mind, baby. Because I drink this 
Why do I drink this? I drink this because Jim Telfer stresses me out and I need a nice stress relief to get through having to deal with Jimbo on the podcast. Oh. Ah, already with stress. Have you got hairs on the bottom of your feet yet? <laughs> no, but I do have intense focus that I did not have before, Jim. It's good stuff. So my problem, my problem is I have to put up with Jim. It stresses me out. It makes me anxious. And then it just, okay. it just drives my focus into the dirt. All right. Bring, focus, I, on, focus on bringing this show to, you know, to its conclusion. Jacoby I'm on going to do that too. I need extra <laughs> focus to get this podcast to a conclusion. So I need magic mind. It helps me deal with Jim's shit and be able to thrive through it. Even though. He's a nuisance, isn't he? So, uh, do you like having extra focus? Do you like being able to deal with your anxiety of dealing with Jim and the rest of us clowns on the podcast? You can get your subscription right now at magicmind.com forward slash Jan, cue it up, J-A-N, cue it up. And use code cue it up 20 for an extra 20% off, which gets you to 75% off. And this only lasts until the end of January. So hurry up before it goes away. And then you can have some awesome magic mind just like me. And you can be awesome and cool and stuff. Mike, did, did, did that make you want to get magic mind? He's oh, muted he's muted himself. I think that means yes. I think he needs a magic mic, not a magic mind. <laughs> yeah, maybe. We can't hear. Him. I think that's, I think that's a different thing in the U.S. Magic Mike. Oh yeah, sorry. Yes. Uh, no, I lost my focus. I, I wasn't really listening to what you said. You need See, some magic. Some magic mind. <laughs> well, I think. Uh, <clears throat> is there anything else that we wanted to discuss about uh, all the announcements? I mean, I, they're making a few announcements a day. If I if I updated their page, there might even be another player that they've announced so far today. I think the Drew Cleary announcement was the best one yet. Oh, by far, yeah, that one was. That when does when does Darby stop? Uh, Derby starts the nineteenth. Oh, we'll do we'll do some a couple of shows. Or twentieth, right around then. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll do a show. What we'll is, do a show on the Derby. What's the code again? Uh, the code is Jan Q up. Well, so if you go to uh, magicmind.com forward slash Jan Q it up, and the Q it up is, or the code is Q it up twenty, and you'll get seventy five percent off. Go and support the people who support the podcast. I need to, I don't know, pay for my cats to eat. So I need support. There it is. What happened with um, Sufi getting all his money stolen? Yeah, that was a yep. stupid thing. Did you see that, Jim? Sufi got all his money stolen. All his prize money, apparently. Well, he was, someone was was kind of controlling his prize money, was supposed to give him X, whatever. It just, you know was one of those bad deals where someone thought, made him think that they were doing him a favor and have not given him his money. Oh, he pulled a um, Johnny. Yeah, well, this is more like, this goes back to the IPT days when uh, <laughs> one guy signed all those contracts with those players to, you know, stake them into the event for X percentage, whatever, and ended up swiping tons of money from these players. So that included his, that included his world's, Prize money. It was well. There's basically all, it was the only prize money he had. Yeah. 
Well, he lost part of that to um, Robbie Capito at the um, at the next event, didn't he? Um, at the Stella Artois, he went straight oh, for the yeah. World Championships and then played a set against Robbie Capito. Lost a bit of it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's the worst move you can make, right? Win a tournament yeah. and then get let someone sucker you into a game. I heard a story of a one pocket player who won a big uh, amount of money at a matchup and the money didn't make it home because they stopped at a casino. Yeah, I've heard of a, there's a few of them. Oh, there's a lot of those. There's yeah. a lot of those. It's like 30,000 didn't make it home. That's why you don't that's why you don't drive to your matchups. Yeah. So there it is. Yeah. All right. Well, let's close it up for the day. I do want to give a, a, a shout out to the rest of my sponsors as well. Uh, Insight Performance Coaching, uh, Billiards Digest, Salado, Digital Pool, Onboard Sportswear, and Horo Tips. I'm being yelled at from the onboard guys right now because we have a meeting that we are going to be starting in six minutes. And they're like, get off the podcast, you donut. So I guess I got to do that. Uh, do you want me to send them our- the latest Predator logo? Yeah, I think so. And then uh, big shout out to Jacoby Custom Cues. They have sponsored the podcast and allow us to do a lot of what we do here. So thank you to them. Check out this amazing ad. I actually really like that ad. That's my favorite Jacoby ad. Uh, I just think it's such a beautiful, beautifully like uh, made and the cues are awesome and they have a bunch of really cool pictures and I don't know. I like it. All right. Uh, and then I will give a shout out to our uh, Patreons that also support the podcast and allow us to continue doing what we're doing. Uh, so Matt Poland, he's been in the comments, as has Ed Ladawi. He's been in the comments, Cody Wedding, Mo Bashir, and Dave Wiersma. Uh, thank you to everybody who has supports us and double Dave Q's was in here. Maybe he, uh, uh, I think he's still in here. Double Dave Q's as well. All right. Uh, thank you everybody for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. Bye-bye.